This is the 60-Minute Time Limit Pro Wrestling Podcast with Tommy. Hang on to your butts. We might go the full uh, 60 minutes here. Taco. I want some fucking beer cans. I want a bong. I want some (laughs) bowls. I want just fucking a line of weed on the fucking table. I want chips on the table. And Joe. Weird question. Is Jinder Mahal a cruiserweight? Oh my god, it's been, how long has it been? It's been months and months and months. It's uh, it's Tommy Stryker here, and uh, Joe is with me over there on the uh, on the other side of the line there. How's it going? And uh, this is the, of course, the 60-minute time limit pro wrestling podcast. All right, so that's enough of that. What? Yeah, it's a, yeah, that, that's a good gimmick. <laughs> what? Uh, we were just talking before the uh, the show here, Joe and uh, Taco was, uh, by the way, going to join us, but uh, he was having so many computer problems, he couldn't get his computer to work, he couldn't get his mouse to work, his phone was at twenty percent. He had every excuse in the book. Taco, why didn't you make it work? But uh, yeah, Taco. We miss Taco. We want to be talking wrestling with Taco, but it, it, it's, it may, he might pop in. So we, we left the door open. We gave him the link to the to the hangouts or whatever. He might pop in. We'll see. Uh, but uh, we were we've been waiting for over an hour, so we just decided to to do it anyway. Uh, Joe, it's been too long. When the hell did we look, record this thing last? We were talking before the show. August, late August. We uh, it had been right before AEW All Out, I believe. Yeah, that makes sense. I think we 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 uh, labeled that show as like the All Out preview or something. You had just started like a a beard contest with Taco for uh, one reason or, or another. I have, to, I, I have to say, I report strong, strong earnings right now. How do you have you seen Taco lately? How's his beard uh, doing? It's this? looking good. See, we're going for two different kinds of beards here. Okay. We're going see mine. I'm going for the basically the big mountain man. I want size, and he's going for the wit, like sleekness of the beard. So it's going to be an interesting contest. Okay. How does he? How do you? How does one achieve sleekness in a beard? I've never tried to grow a beard myself. I've always been a a dork of the '90s. I've got the goatee going on to this day. Uh, so I'm I'm not familiar too much with a beard. How do you how do you maintain a sleek beard? Do you get advice from Commander Riker? What do you do with this? How do you <laughs> honestly keep it simple? You just gotta wash the thing, okay? And then uh, beard oil every once in a while. It just helps uh, shape it, as they say. So, but at the end of the day, we, we we talked about this six months ago when you started the the beard off or or whatever. This is the countdown to Bill and Ted three, I believe. Correct. Face the music and. Uh, and, and th- are you guys going for just, is it, is it, how do you determine the winner in this thing? Is it length? Is it, is it girth? <sighs> We're going to let other people decide. We're going to post ups um, and probably just go off of votes, see what okay. people's opinions are. And we're going to go from there. Probably end up just being a stupid Twitter poll. Okay. 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 I thought about, uh, we haven't done a podcast in about what, uh, over six months. It feels like since August. Yep. And I thought about throwing it out there to the Twitter verse. Uh, Hey people, we're doing a, we're going to record a podcast tonight. Give us some topics to discuss some things, maybe some questions. But then I, <laughs> I realized, well, I never tweet. Probably nobody's who follows me is actually paying attention to what I say, and the fact that we haven't produced any content in six months means that probably nobody gives a fuck. So we're gonna record this. We're gonna put it out there, and I don't know, maybe a couple of you will listen to it. And thank you uh, for listening. Absolutely. If you do, um, but I've made this. I've made this this thing, this podcast that we do every once in a great while. Basically, almost impossible to find uh, because, uh, quite simply, we started. When we started our, our other podcast years and years ago, we were on a different platform. We were on Libsyn. Then when I restarted this one, the 60-minute time limit podcast, I moved it over to Podbean. And uh, since we stopped recording regularly six months ago, I moved it over to another format, which is free, so I don't have to perpetually continue paying for something that I'm not using. Uh, I moved, Smart move. moved it to a free service uh, called Red Circle. 
Uh, so, uh, so I'm making the feed basically as, as difficult to find as possible, but if you subscribed to the last 60 minute time limit feed, that should seamlessly move over to the new feed, hopefully, but this being the first time we've used this service in six months, uh, who knows? So <laughs> I will, I will know more in a few days once I post this thing and, uh, get everything set up. But, uh, in true form of the podcast, we're supposed to keep this thing to 60 minutes and in, in order to do that, we have to throw it to the referee red shoes to ring the bell there we go and then the 60 minute has begun the time limit is uh, underway joe i want to kind of throw to you right off the bat because you kind of been the one in the text conversation between uh, myself and and Taco. You've been bringing it up a, a little bit more than uh, the, the the rest of us. Like, we, I want to get back in front of microphones and talk some wrestling. So what's yeah. what's I mean what's been on your mind? And uh, don't get me wrong, it's not that I haven't really wanted to, but I definitely don't have the motivation to be a content creator like I used to because in, in order to have like a successful podcast now you got to do YouTube you got to have a Patreon and be constantly yep. providing content and I just don't have it in me don't get me wrong I love I love doing this podcast and I and I uh, the, the thing I love the most is just hanging out with you and Taco and talking wrestling so but, but yeah, and that's the best part. So, and I think that translates to what we're trying here. And yeah, sure, we're not some you know famous podcast thing, but it's not like we're sitting here trying to be those guys right. either. At this point, I think I'll be happy if if twenty people listen to this. <laughs> so, well, and if if we were more consistent, I think we just got, I think we all just kind of you know got into a lull there, taco with the jobs and everything, right? right. You know, like I mean, we just had to figure stuff out for sure, for sure. So who knows? I mean, again, not making any promises here. I'm not saying we're going to come back every week and do this, but, you know, the possibility is there. So, and that's the thing is we haven't done this in six months, but I haven't torn down my podcast studio. I still have this thing collecting dust in my basement. So <laughs> it's it's still here. So I'm still willing to, to do it once in a while as long as it's uh, fairly stress-free and it's not uh, taking up time away from uh, my lovely wife on the weekend and stuff like that. Like I've, I've kind of reprioritized things because there was a time there when we were doing like two podcasts in one night and I was oh watching so much fucking wrestling and it, I kind of had to have a, 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 a come down to earth moment where it's like, okay, let's prioritize. Let's, let's figure out what you really like to watch and let's try to figure out a way to, to fit that into your life in a way that doesn't, it's not so goddamn disruptive. And that's kind of where I'm at now as I'm, I'm watching the things that I really enjoy and I'm missing out on some things that I wouldn't, I, I would like to be watching, but just quite frankly, just don't have the time because you know, of life and everything. I 100% agree. And that's the same thing. It was like, for me, it was kind of the opposite. Whereas you were putting in so much time, I felt like I couldn't put in enough time right. between like, because again, I have a long commute for work. You know, I'm driving hour 45, two hours a day yeah. regularly for just for a commute. But then you throw in like podcasts and then trying to watch a three hour raw or even just like <laughs> a pay-per-view. And then it's like, I want to go enjoy myself to concerts and stuff like that, which I do. But then like, I'm literally missing shows. You know, I was at a, a concert for motion city soundtrack on Sunday when NXT was on. So I didn't even get to NXT till three, four days later, but I don't see that as a problem anymore. I just, you know, like you said, you prioritize. I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah, yeah. And and when we started kind of this this version of the podcast, the 60-minute thing, I was completely open to, like, look, th this is all I'm going to do. I'm just going to talk about the stuff that I am watching or whatever, and that's kind of what this was. And we and, and from the start of this also, it was going to be casual. I just, you know, we I didn't necessarily think it was going to be six months in between, but it is what it is. And it, you know, when you're not motivated to do it or whatever, you know, that's, that's fine. It just kind of is what it is. So I just need a reset. Yeah. 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 And it's not like we're renaming it or anything that that'd be a, <laughs> another nightmare uh, let's just rename it just because well i mean we, we could just uh i mean we uh I, I was gonna say we could call it the uh the liver podcast but i i can't find the uh our old liver friend uh soundbite at the moment so uh, oh man but i see i see i see a new person in the corner of that screen oh is yeah, it, yeah i, I can hear you I, I i hear you a little bit taco go ahead 
Yeah, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Now? Woo! Yeah, maybe turn down just a little bit. Taco is is chiming in here, so uh, we have Taco on 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 satellite. <clears throat> He's currently in parts unknown, still looking for the ultimate warrior, not knowing he died. <laughs> he died. I can't remember. Did ta- had Taco did, when the, the last time we recorded back in August? Had you already moved to uh, Shelbyville at that point, or uh, or was that a? No, that was in September. I, I, moved, I did the move. Okay, so it was like right after that. So, so we yeah, have was right after that. Right on, right. On. You could probably still turn down just a tad, and then we might be uh, okay. How's that sound? But that's better. That's that's much better. And since we're <laughs> since we're on Hangouts here, I mean, we're talking the kind of on air production meeting here as we're recording let's uh if everybody tries not to talk over each other because then uh this hangouts thing it garbles a lot so that's that can be a problem <laughs> <laughs> so i was just about to throw to joe because uh he's been kind of the one chiming in wanting to talk some wrestling so what's kind of been on your mind uh the most that you've been wanting to talk about wrestling wise joe nxt 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 and then the the cruiserweights in general too. Like all of it has just been amazing matches. You're getting amazing promos. And again, like every time I think that like they're gonna like drain to the main roster, like they keep replacing with better people. And then you bring in the fact that you got Finn Balor coming back. You got multiple people coming back to NXT. Like I love what they're doing on that show. Yeah, you know, NXT, I haven't been I haven't been watching as much NXT as I'd like. Again, prioritizing the things that I want to watch, whatever, blah, blah, blah. For me, it's mostly been like AEW and, and New Japan. Um but uh 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 what was I uh but but I've heard I've heard a lot of good things about about NXT. And that's is that Joe kind of what you're primarily getting into these days is just NXT? Just basically NXT, and then I've actually just here and there still been uh, catching the MLB MLW show on YouTube. Oh, for sure. I've been tr- I've been trying to get to NWA Power just to see because it's got that really classic feel from some of the clips I've been seeing. That's just one I haven't been able to get to. Yeah, I've been watching some uh, <clears throat> NWA Power. I was it was into it in the fall there and watched up to the end into the fire pay per view, uh, but. Uh, uh... After that, I've kind of fallen out. Not not because of any reason. Just I just haven't had time to to get to it. Uh, Taco, what have you been kind of getting into lately? All of the above. Still, I just kind of kink them up for a couple weeks. Kind of just binge watch all of them in one go. So yeah, like Joe said, NXT's been on point. NXT UK's been super fucking fun to watch. Um, I'm still one of the five people that are watching Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> And Taco, I'm going to ask you just to turn down just a little bit more because we're getting a little bit of feedback coming through. Let's see if that helps at all. Yeah, turn that shit down. Down. All right, seems to be helping <laughs> a little bit now. So, cool. Yeah, it does. Every time. Um. Yeah, you're, so you're you're like you're like you're into it. You're like watching NXT UK and all that. Yeah, I feel like i haven't given up on pro wrestling there is a lot of negativity out there fucking you know so oh, it's brutal as in between people and it's fucking pro wrestling get the fuck over yourselves a little bit like jesus tits like you know you want the adult product go watch the adult product you want to watch your favorites you know where they're at go watch the e like it's it's all what it is it's all fun it's quit taking shit so serious out there like I'm I'm having fun with it all. Like I said, I'm still having fun with Ring of Honor, even. So it's it's just fun to tune in, seeing what wrestling is today. And you know, even when we were first doing a podcast, you know, year, years ago now, uh, it, it it wasn't even like this then. So it, it's beautiful where it's at right now. The shit, the shitty people are getting weeded out. Like NWA, for example, like Cornet was very controversial to put in that announcer's position and you know fucking said one thing and you know they 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 made an audible they got rid of him and they brought in wade barrett fucking awesome or Stu bennett yeah he's been awesome. he's been good on there the couple times yeah. i've seen him so oh, i didn't i mean i knew Cornette was out but i didn't know they had replaced him with him that's awesome i'm afraid awesome. i've got some bad news 
it's great to see him back in the wrestling world. It's great to see this little fucking hole in the wall corner thing because you know I, I if I remember correctly, I remember Billy Corrigan was you know he had a you know good indie street going on or he's dipping his head in the the wrestling business and unfortunately all that impact shit happened and kind of tarnished both of their names and he kind of show he's showing hey no i i love wrestling i want to go old school with this like this is what what wrestling should be like it, just have fun just let loose a little bit and fucking like their their promo packages are awesome the, like the interviews go ahead taco yeah, it's they, it's been a lot like a lot of fun. It's you know uh, YouTube utilize YouTube. That's one thing I like that uh, um you know M- was MLW's on there. Yeah, uh, yep. NWA is rocking it, and then fucking I don't know how much you guys have been watching AEW Dark, but oh for sure, hardcore on there. It's like you got motherfuckers are on YouTube. Like, come on now. <laughs> I'm actually more into AEW light. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go with that dark mode. Everyone goes dark mode nowadays. Yeah, it, it. It, it's 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 interesting because like yeah, like I, I've 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 kind of gotten away from the negativity. Like I I'm off of Twitter most of the time, and when I'm on there, I'm ignoring all that stuff or blocking it, and I'm just like whatever, you know, like what you like. I'm hearing good things about like Raw and SmackDown here and there, but I just don't. I'm just not interested, and I don't really have the time. So when if something sounds good, yeah, I'll check it out. But I'm not like mad at the WWE. I'm not mad at at uh, at at people that like WWE. I'm just I just don't have time for it. And uh, you know, the, one of the key reasons I I canceled my network subscription is I'm just not watching the stuff. I'm watching other stuff, and and so I just don't need to pay the ten bucks a month. It's not that I'm mad or and it, and it, you know it's just it's because of a hundred different reasons why I'm not into what's going going on on SmackDown. I'm not into what's going on on Raw, and so therefore I'm just not into what's going on on the WWE Network, and especially with with NXT being on USA Network now, I can DVR that and uh, and just watch that it watch it on bothers. the TV. Oh, go ahead, Taco. That bothers me so much. The the that's hurt my NXT watching. Actually, I agree. Like it, it was nice to be able to pop it on Wednesday, Thursday, and not have to wait till Friday, Saturday to watch it. And it's two hours now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I will say I'm lucky. I've got Sprint, so I've got Hulu for free. So I'm still I can watch NXT and Raw and SmackDown the next day, cut down, which is still really nice. Cut down. That's one thing I've always preached over the you know the time of the our podcast is yep. that fast forward button is your best friend for yep. any promote any promotion. <laughs> Yeah, that's how you get through them undercard matches on New Japan for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hi. But yeah, no, it's just yeah, fucking everywhere. It's just like oh man, that, you know, fifteen second skip, perfect. That does so much for a wrestling match sometimes. <laughs> I want to go back to I mean NWA lost a good one in that Timothy Thatcher man. I was excited to see he he spoiler alert he shows up in NXT Portland. Just hanging out, in the, just hanging out in the crowd. Doesn't do really much. Just looks angry like he should. How'd you watch that, Joe? I thought you didn't have a network. I do have the network back. Okay, that was that was me. I I did uh, I did re up. No, I had canceled it. I had canceled it for a good little while. Oh, okay. I know you did. <laughs> I uh, I re upped for the Royal Rumble because that and that was a really fun show. Um, oh yeah. Really enjoyed that, and then I was gonna watch the uh, NXT show from last weekend, but I, I just didn't get around to it. And then my my mem- my my, my uh, I canceled the the network again right after Royal Rumble, and then so it expired like yesterday or today or something. I think so. I'm not gonna get around to watching it, but I'm already like two shows behind on New Japan stuff that I want to watch. Uh, so I'm I, I, you know there's there's no shortage of great content. Like last yesterday. There is an Ishii and uh, Shingo Takagi uh, never open weight title match that I want to see from Corican Hall. So, and nice. I heard I heard that was just a, a banger. So I'm really excited to to tune into that real soon. Yeah, I've been well, watching all that New Japan live. <laughs> are they uh, still pumping out as much content? Like they were pumping it out a lot. Yeah, you know. Uh, 
you know, the World Tag League at the end of 2019 kind of is what it is. You kind of duck in and out of that, check out some highlights, and then Wrestle Kingdom rolls around, and you got that, and, and you get all kinds of awesome content from, and this year they had two nights of Wrestle Kingdom, so there was that, and then they did New Year's Dash the the uh, the, the night after the two Wrestle Kingdom shows. Then you get like a couple weeks off where they do like fantastic mania where it's kind of like, ah, you can pick and choose or watch it if you're into it, and uh, then the last couple of weeks or so has been kind of this uh, the new beginning uh, stuff. So there've been there've been plenty of shows to check out with New Japan, and they've been chugging along. And you got fucking John Moxley, who's you know one of the biggest stars in AEW, doing stuff in New Japan all the time right now. Uh, I've just been really digging. He had he uh, he's he's the fucking IWGP US champ. And so nice. he just had a, he just had a match with fucking Minoru Suzuki, which was fucking amazing. Uh, and then after the match, after he beats Minoru Suzuki, fucking Zack Saber Jr. comes out and fucking attacks him. And you know you get these fucking awesome backstage promos from Zack Saber and John Moxley. I'm the human fucking udon noodle, Zack Saber Jr. Fucking Zack Saber Jr. talking shit about Moxley, like uh, you know, you know, Mox is great at 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 beating up a guy in a bar fight or in just a, a you know, fist fight or whatever. But this is pro- professional wrestling, John Moxley, and I'm, I'm a better professional wrestler than you. And yeah, in a bar fight, John Moxley would knock me in my ass in seconds. Huh? In a death match, he'd leave me for dead, bleeding like a stuck pig, wouldn't he? But in a professional wrestling match, Jonathan. Jonathan. Have you got the techers to beat me? Because I don't think you have, darling. Huh? Jonathan Moxley. <laughs> you want to come after my team? Huh? You beat two of my teammates so far. It's not going to be lucky third. I've been the British wrestling heavyweight champion and British wrestling legend for years now. I'm moving on to IWGP Gold. And I'm starting... I'm starting the United States of America because what a mess that country is. <laughs> you need a new president, and his name's Zack Sabre Jr. ZSJ for president. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. 2020. <laughs> ZSJ versus The Rock is going to get interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Zack Sabre Jr. in a debate with like Bernie Sanders or something like that? I mean, they would agree on a bunch of stuff, probably. Call- he would be calling them horrible names the whole time. It'd be great. <laughs> do you I have love the Zack Saber Junior promo? Do you have the Tekas? <laughs> and when he's as he's doing this promo, he's like he's like leaning back in a chair with like his feet up on the table. It's just it's just great. <laughs> so I've got to talk about my Royal Rumble experience because I've always talked about playing a drinking game with the Royal Rumble, but I've never actually done it. Well, this year, this year at nine thirty in the morning on Monday, drinking. I like this. I uh, we me and and my wife, who read a book, but she followed the rules as long as I was drinking. um, Proceeded to drink, take a sip of beer every time someone entered the ring, took a sip of beer every time someone was thrown out of the ring. And then take a sip every time someone hits a finisher inside the ring. Did you do both rumble matches? Uh, just the just the men's. Okay. I did watch the women's, but like <laughs> I only did that for the men's. And yeah, and then I made I made a separate rule because I thought it was very unlikely that it. I said if CM Punk or Edge enter the Royal Rumble, you have to finish your drink no matter where you're at. <laughs> And then Edge came in, and I had like half a beer left, and it was already twenty-one, and I was wasted at like ten thirty in the goddamn morning. Way <laughs> to do it! Oh man, it, like once you get to number thirty, and the last person enters, you're at least like, oh, thank God, not every ninety seconds at least. So, <laughs> what was for lunch? A nap? <laughs> yeah, we literally both went to sleep for a good four to six hours. <laughs> It was a great time. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> right? That's a it's a tough fall. Taco, you keeping up with New Japan? Yeah, every now and then. I um I don't really sleep much anymore, so I'm usually up when it's on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Kent is killing it over there. Oh fuck. Retirement. Oh, go ahead, what? Taco. What did Joe say? Kenta's killing it over there, right? The guy from the twins? Yeah. 
I'm just baseball joke. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Where is it here? How about this one? I'd buy that for a dollar. No! Uh, <laughs> I actually think that was the last podcast I was on with y'all was uh, us talking about RoboCop. <laughs> that was a while ago. Uh, what? Uh, uh, yeah, fucking Kenta has been killing it over there. He fucking, I mean, dude, they, the way they built up to Naito winning the titles at Wrestle Kingdom, the, the titles. I mean, I, I was talking about this what a couple years ago, over on when we were when we were doing Strong Honor and Naito fucking trashed the old IC belt and then Tanahashi won it and then they busted out the uh, the new version of the IC belt that kind of looked like a cheap replica and I'm like, dude, I was like, what's that? Hang on, try one more time. No, moment's gone. <laughs> But no, seriously, wasn't I talking about this like a couple years ago that they're, they're going to unify these titles at some point? I thought it was going to be two years ago or whatever, but they finally did it here. So yeah, and it's like we and it's like we always talk about with New Japan. It's all about you know taking the taking your time with the story, and so I I love that. Fucking Naito did it over the two nights at Wrestle Kingdom. He's the double champ now, and he didn't get his uh, the, the fucking. I love the story because he didn't get to do his his Los Ingobernables, you know, roll call at the end of the at the end of the match at Wrestle Kingdom. And so now the story for me, what I think is going to happen this year is he's going to go around Japan and around the world defending the championships and doing the roll call in all the buildings. And is he going to get to do it at Wrestle Kingdom next year? That's kind of where, where, what I'm feeling with uh, with Naito. But oh man, year. What's that? You think he's going to keep both straps for the year? I think I think that's part of the story. I think it's going to be him going around and and doing roll calls. And can he do it back in the dome again? I mean, they could they could change course. You never know, but. Um, you know, it, it just it just feels like it's going to be Naito. But you you are you not feeling the Naito thing, or you think they're going to go a different direction? What's what's, what's your thoughts, Taco? Think about him keeping both straps for a whole year. I like that. Dude, motherfucker, earn patience. Was it fucking seven eight year time fucking story arc with him doing this shit? Like, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Look, it paid off. Well, and he deserves it, man. He's been working his ass off. Yeah, he's, he's been putting on great matches with everybody. Yeah, he puts on great matches. Um, he, he he's uh, the Lij stuff just sells huge in Japan. Like he's hugely popular in Japan. No, so on a coworker of mine, both how they Lij teams up with fucking baseball team, the Carps. You know that's their shit over there. That's awesome. Yep, for <laughs> sure. So I mean, b- b- before I was kind of spouting off there on on Naito rocking the championships all year. What were you kind of thinking, Taco, that maybe Okada would win it back or build up somebody else to win it? Or what, what do you think? I'm not – I'm more focused on that uh, the Intercontinental Championship. Like, him holding on to the, the the main champ is believable for the year, but, like, there's other up-and-comers, you know, other, other title defenses, but – it's kind of a good way to keep that on the back burner and uh, and bring up that the U.S. title too. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I think it's too hard to go back. Because how do you separate the two without doing like some nonsensical, you know, Monday Night Raw bullshit storyline? Because yeah, it wouldn't make sense, like to to separate that you're just going to defend one title now, or you're just going to defend the other one. I think I think these titles are forever united now. And they just um, and now the object is to to elevate the never open weight in the U.S. title. I don't think that'll be the case with those two because it'll be a good way to, you know, if you get a heated story going on with those two, you can have Naito saying, "Well, if you can beat me for the Intercontinental, you can have your shot at this." And like, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, and I had I, I was thinking the other day too. With they they they're drastically changing the schedule this year because of because uh, uh, Taco go ahead and turn down just a little bit more because we're still getting a little bit of that feedback. Um, uh, I was gonna say 
they, New Japan's changing the schedule this year because Tokyo is hosting the Summer Olympics. So they're moving the G1 Climax to September and October. So usually in October, it's like the uh, Super Junior Tag League. So I was thinking maybe what they'll do is move the Super Junior Tag League to the summer and build up to that. They're, they're doing a big show at Madison Square Garden in, in late August, like August 22nd. But another thing I, I thought of was like, what if they do not quite a, a G1 style tournament, but some kind of tournament, maybe a one block tournament uh, that builds up to that Madison Square Garden show where maybe somebody gets a shot at the IC title. That was kind of a thought I, I had in there. For sure, because that's still a prestigious title, and there's still gonna be people hungry for it too. Like, uh, um, what's his face, fucking Osprey, right now, he officially declaring himself as a heavyweight. So that's yeah. one into the heavyweight. Yeah, for and, sure, and he's been killing it too. And if someone like great him, matches, Intercontinental Championship, what's you know stopping someone as cocky as him? Be like, I pinned your ass. Now give me a shot at that. I'm a heavyweight. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's that's another good thing. But again, I just I don't think that they're going to separate the titles now that they put them together. Uh, especially since like like I said like the 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 IC title is is almost looks like a replica. They did the same thing with the IWGP title too is cuz the the that title was kind of starting to look ragged and so all of a sudden Okada comes out with a new uh a new one of the, a new IWGP title, but uh but uh it's uh it uh it, it kind of looks like a replica too almost so uh it still looks good but it's it kind of looks like a replica so i'm kind of thinking that they're going to come out with a new belt at some point and 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 keep these keep these belts unified all right <laughs> i i would love that i mean i think that would be a great story to tell through the entire year like you said if he keeps them both I kind of agree with Taco, even though I'm out of the New Japan scene and I haven't been watching as much as you guys. But like, I don't. I think there's too much prestige for both of those titles to keep them unified like that. I think there's, and like you said, you can use that Intercontinentals for up and coming heavyweights and stuff like that. Yeah, quite possibly. But again, I think you can you can elevate those other titles that they have. Like a, a big complaint that a lot of people had was that the uh, they had too many titles with the. The, the U.S. title and the Never title. So I think if you put if you keep those titles strong, they can kind of take the place of that. But, you know, who knows? They could go any directions. I mean, do they still have the three-man? Yeah, they, they still have those, too. So Get rid of those. Definitely don't, like, separate the titles. Like, recent, though, like, you're, you're right about, you know, do it from a year from now, you know, in Tokyo, you know, around Tokyo Dome time. Like, it that's you know almost like main event where the you know the g1 climax winner you know or facing the intercontinental championship for the main event against naito you know instead you know put put your briefcase on the line kind of mentality um yeah there's so many options there and for this whole you know the rest of the year right now you can you can up those the never open way you can up the u.s championship you can focus more on those you don't have to you know you know like i said IC's on the back burner right now, which is kind of nice. But like I said, someone like an Osprey, he's going to be hungry for something like that. For sure, for sure. Well, another another theory I've heard too from some people is that instead of the G1 being for like a, a briefcase, it would be for like uh, 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 for the U uh, for the uh, sorry for the uh, for the Intercontinental. So whoever wins the G1 gets the Intercontinental title, and then. At every year at the dome, they have the double, the, you know, the double title match or whatever, and then whoever wins that gets to hold both titles like through the G one or something like that. So many wonderful options. It's yeah. almost like like wrestling can do almost anything. It's weird. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a failed joke. Climax. <laughs> <laughs> old school well uh anyway i'm uh i'm really excited for this uh this ishii and shingo match <laughs> from from yesterday i'm glad that that's where that thought we came all the way back to that <laughs> yes <laughs> was that on the retirement show uh no the retirement show was was two nights ago uh the and then the, they're doing like four nights in a row 
at uh, at, at Corican Hall. So I watched was the retirement. Okay, the Tiger Hattori one. Yeah. Oh okay. damn, he retired. <laughs> He's been on like the the six month retirement tour because like he did like a retirement show uh, when they did like the the show in New York a few months ago or, or whatever it was. And uh, and now they're doing his his Japan retirement. So so he's eagles in it. He's just they say he, or like kiss. They keep saying they're going to retire, but they just don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's really sad is fucking Manabu Nakanishi just retired, and so now I'm not going to get to see Nakanishi and Nagata do their uh, chest bump dance gimmick that they always used to do when they would tag together, and that makes me very sad. You know, that what makes me sad. very sad. Do you know? Yano and Cabana. <laughs> yes. How is that? Well, that's coming up too. Like Yano, Cabana, and oh, fuck, who are they tag? They're they're tag. I can't remember who they're tagging with, but they're gonna go for those never six man titles. I think. Nice. So in, the, in the next couple of days here. Uh, love me, love me some Yano. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, him and Colt together are just, they're just a blast to watch. They're both just having fun and they're running around. For sure, for sure. So we were talking before the show, Joe and I, and uh, Joe, unfortunately, you don't have the cable package or your sling package anymore, anymore. so you're not, you don't have TNT, so you're not really watching uh, a bunch of, you're not watching much AEW. You're kind of tuned into the NXT thing. It's not that you don't want to watch AEW, you just, you, it just kind of is what it is, right? Exactly. I try what I can. I I would. I was hoping that maybe it would be on Hulu, but with WWE on there, it's not happening. Interesting. I wonder because my my wife and I have been talking recently about switching TV services because we still have uh, Sling or, or whatever, and we were thinking about like because there's like an option to do Hulu Live, and I think it can do TNT on there. Or there's like YouTube TV, but it's it's a little bit more per month, but you get unlimited DVR and it's on there. So there's different options out there, I guess. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Wrestling is dog shit nowadays. Fucking a, how bad is it? It makes me so sad. Like it's the even when I first got it, like it, it was amazing, but like it it went downhill so fast, and then they took away my Fox Sports North, and that was the last straw. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking about YouTube TV. It's a little more expensive, but I'm, I'm I like the idea of that unlimited DV, DVR. Uh, Taco, what are you rocking for TV these days? Oh, nada. I, I fucked with all those in the past, and honestly, the YouTube one I felt was the best layout-wise and streaming-wise. Like, it felt really good. It felt like the best bang for your buck and was always consistent, but that's just not the case anymore. Hmm. But I would definitely try uh, uh, YouTube. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely thinking about it. Do you... When you were tr- trying that, did it have the DVR feature, and could you record, like, your local channels and stuff? I believe it did have the DVR, but I don't remember. Okay, and it was only trial thing on it, and I was like, "Wow, this one runs really smooth." And the fucking was it the AT and T Direct TV one? Like, that's the best. It has like everything, every channel on there. It obviously, costs the most money, right? And out sucked. It was laggy. It was slow. Like it was just like, come on, you guys. Like this should be more polished. And it was still newer at the time, but yeah, out of all of them, I I, I thought YouTube was my favorite. I think. YouTube though had lower options. Okay, okay. Well, and PlayStation View is gone too. They oh. were pretty oh shit though too. Yeah, they they basically cut and ran on that one. Fail. Ten four. <laughs> Very limited audience you got on that though. Well, so Taco, are you uh, are you are you keeping up with what's going on AEW wise? Or are you just kind of check watching dark on whatever's on YouTube? I'll tune into dark every now and then. Uh, most of my AEW action comes on the TVs at work and when we replay it and oh, whatnot. Yeah. And, and it's fun. You know, like, uh, I'm digging it. I, you know, I keep up with it mostly on Twitter, I'd say. But to me, it's the same shit that he's doing. It really is. <laughs> to you, it's, yeah, the same, I, it's the same shit what? It's the same shit that the E's doing. It, it It's really nothing special but it's fun to watch like i said like i'm happy with where wrestling is i'm for more wrestling i'm for more talent i'm for more out there but it uh, it just feels like another wrestling promotion to me 
feel any excitement it just it does kind of feel like uh an elite jack off fest <laughs> joe what were you gonna say well and i'm i want to agree with taco because i before i canceled my sling i did watch the first couple episodes of AEW dynamite and while i know you have to build up the stories i've been fo- i had followed the guys i'd followed the stories leading up into it and like I just didn't feel like they built on anything. Like it, it felt slow and lagged, especially on those first shows. But I canceled it after that. And like I said, I've been following the stories, and they've been doing better from what I've seen. But it's not enough to like to get me to go out and like try to watch the product. Like I can get to it if someday. They're doing it right, in my opinion. They'll keep it like a a slow but hot burn because most of their talent. The audience that's on basic cable is not going to know who the fuck they are. Most of those people are not going to know. What my favorite thing so far they've done is fucking sign Jeff Cobb. Fucking right, sign Jeff Cobb. Well, they haven't and, signed him. He's still he's technically a free agent, but uh, uh, and he's yeah, like, and he's smelly. That's my example. <laughs> Average people they're not going to know who who a Jeff Cobb is or even an MJ or MD, MJF or whatever. Like they know Jericho. They no Omega, they know the Bucks and Swagger. Jeff Cobb is one powerful motherfucker. <laughs> so, it, it, so they're doing the. I think they are doing the proper thing of the slow burn, introducing the characters, showing them off, just having them have some fun. It, it's. Um, I know a lot of people are kind of harping about Omega right now and how he's kind of not like the biggest biggest star he could be right now and that's not the joy of a Kenny Omega the joy of a Kenny Omega was the 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 upcoming of him him struggling him clawing his way to the top and becoming one of the best and hi another way of reintroducing that story to the american audience you know those who seen the five star matches with Okada and the clips the Meltzer clips and all that shit so you know they they definitely do have to reintroduce some of these characters and they are introducing a fucking whole roster of talent to, to mainstream audience. Um, Allie, you know, she was on impact. No one's going to know fucking Allie from impact, but here she is in AEW, and she's, I think she's doing great. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. And again, I'm not watching a ton of other stuff. So my frame of reference, like I can't compare it to what's going on on raw or SmackDown right now, or, or even NXT really, because I, I know what's going on in NXT, but I'm not watching a ton of NXT. So basically all I watch right now is AEW in new Japan. And I am thoroughly enjoying AEW because yeah, taco, you said it right. They're doing things right for the most part and things that are getting a lot of negativity. They're adjusting on They're They're listening to their audience. So if, you know, if there's a ton of negativity on the nightmare collective, they dropped it, you know, and, and they've, they've toned down some stuff with the dark order. The dark order is still there, but they've, they've toned some stuff down and it's, and it feels like there's a bigger story going on. Like who's going to be the exalted one in the dark order. Is it going to be Marty Skrull? Is it going to be Matt Hardy? You know, that kind of stuff going on. And, uh, like you said too, taco, like the, the, the Kenny Omega thing. It's not about Kenny Omega right now. Uh, Kenny Omega is a tag team champion, and they they uh, they're doing a really good job with their tag team division. But right now, the story's about Hangman Adam Page. I am fucking loving this Hangman Adam Page story. If you remember, if you go back to the the All In preview, I'm sure I talked about it there. But uh, uh, like going into All In or All Out, excuse me. I was just 100% behind Hangman Page. Like, I've been a fan of this guy for, for a couple of years, just following him coming up out of Ring of Honor, and when he kind of joined the being the elite guys, joined the Bullet Club or whatever, you know, it was a slow burn with him, and it took a, lot of, a, a long time for people to come around on him, and him not getting that national exposure, uh, you know, it, 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 uh, you know, I was a fan of him before, uh, every, a lot of other people. I'm a, I'm a ha- I'm a Hangman Page hipster. Is what I'm trying to That's say. True. Sure I got. Uh, so, but oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say, Taco? He's the only micro brawler I have out of pro wrestling tees. Is Hangman Page? <laughs> nice, nice. But yeah, going into to all in, I'm like this motherfucker's gonna come out on a horse, and goddamn it, if he doesn't win that championship, ah, oh, it's not gonna be. The, and 
And and when I was in the building when he made that entrance, I was fucking amazed, but I was also humbled. I heard the reaction and saw the reaction to Hangman Page. I'm like, Jericho's the bigger star. It's Jericho's time. But what they're doing is so fucking smart with this guy. They're building him up. He's becoming this huge star in AEW right now. And who knows? Maybe they're going to build this up over the entire year. And next year, or this later this year, I should say, at the next all out. Maybe Hangman Page is the guy that finally beats Jericho after a year of Jericho holding the title. I could see that happening. It's already happening now. This guy is getting so much over with all of his cowboy shit. I'm just, I'm just loving it, and, and it's, I'm just really digging what they're doing week to week on the shows. Um, you know, people talk about the women's division and not being as talented as like an NXT or certainly main roster WWE, but they're working on it and they're working hard and they're getting behind the right people, I think. And they're really trying. And, and so I'm, I'm NXT, honestly, I think you just, you got to give it time. Like I said, I keep thinking that they're going to run out of women. Like it keeps like thinning out, but then like another wrestler comes like with the right training and the right. And the right coaches, like, I mean, you've got a lot of really good people that can make that division really good. So give it time. Let them build the characters. Let them build the matches. Let them build the rivalries. We don't even really have any rivalries besides Nyla and Rio. Well, they got they got a couple things going on now, but uh, but the, the, the development of Britt Baker turning heel, you got Big Swole on the come up now. And so there's there's, there's some talent there, and there's, there's some interesting stories going on so i think they're doing a pretty good job as far as that goes and all the other undercard stuff i'm just digging everything uh that they're doing and it's a, it's like a real it's a satisfying television experience watching the show for the most part they've had a you know a couple of duds here and there they had the the one with the dark order attack uh like right before christmas or whatever it was at the end of the show and and again like i said they have adjusted from that point but they do a really good job of getting heat where they need to get heat but also paying things off in a satisfying way uh, especially with the Cody story, you know him getting the ten lashes uh, from MJF, but then him coming back this this week in that fucking cage match with Wardlow, and him doing that giant moonsault off the top and fucking killing Wardlow. I loved it, and I love the fact that there's no escape clause. You got to pin or submit the guy in the cage. That's what a cage match should be. Joe's gonna fucking contest me on this bullshit, but Joe, you're wrong. Full of shit. You're wrong. <laughs> Say your piece, Joe. No, I think that the cage, once you lock it in, you lock that door, the only way to win a cage match is escape. There's no pin. There's no escaping out the door. You got to climb over that cage and escape. That is the point of a cage match. No, that's uh, none You're of my, my buttons You're aren't working here. That's not how That's not how it's, That's not not how. how it works. It's not what we're doing You're here. Wrong. Taco, any cage match thoughts? Any- <laughs> I'm with on this one I, I like the idea of you having to incapacitate your opponent so hard that you're able to climb over a cage like fucking what's the point of a fucking cage like <laughs> to, to keep you in the match so you have to beat the guy you can't run away nobody can interfere and you have to you have to either pin or submit your opponent that's what I say see if it's either or I don't like when they're a combination of the two because I, I also agree with you like it is it is a good way of keeping the match contained in the match or like in the ring but I don't I just like the idea of having to climb over the top over a fucking wall <laughs> to win a match like and that's just the slams off of them and everything like yeah that's fun but when we when we put a door on the cage and you can just leave through the front fucking door fuck off that yeah, the, the door thing is the worst. I will say, Tommy, if you can get a chance to watch from NXT Takeover Portland, the Dakota Kai Tegan Knox street fight, oh. it's so much fun. This that is one of the best like stories that NXT is telling is Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox of I, all people. I really I haven't seen a ton of it, but I, I know the backstory there and yeah, that's a really fun story. So and I heard I hear Dakota Kai is like an impressive like a, an impressively good heel so yep and you wouldn't suspect it of her you gave her the personality she needed street fight yep. you say this match anything goes <laughs> so i was watching sunny in philadelphia the other day and guess who fucking popped on my screen dario cueto dario i was Damn. like oh my god 
Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Yeah, old Dario. Wonder what he's doing these days. So much. He's probably auditioning. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm that man. All right. What else is uh? What's up? What else is going on here? And um, uh, Marty Skrull earlier, mm. and and I, he's um. So I don't know. Uh, he's not going to you know, sign with AEW or anybody, obviously, which I'm so happy about. Smart move. He's sticking around with Ring of Honor. He's going to do back roll shit, and he's someone since kind of day one that's kind of believed in him, believed in himself, and I think that's so awesome that he's going to stick around. He's going to you know, have more input in Ring of Honor, which will be cool, but no, he's, I totally... He's yeah, on he's the booking that. committee of Ring of Honor now, so yeah. Taking the safe route of you know going going to the WWE training center and see what's going there, or I'm gonna go with my buds and see where this AEW thing is going. No, I, I like that he's staying. He's sticking with. Well, even showed up on NWA. Exactly, he's sticking with the villain enterprise thing and the villain enterprise. You know, enterprise has been it's been fun to watch. I, I like that stable. I like what they're you know they're doing there, and I like that he's going over to NWA. You know, doing that shtick sh- over there. So. I, I, <laughs> We got about ten minutes here. <laughs> that you know, it's it was a big shocker. It's it, it's it's not letting social media write your story. He's writing his story, and fuck mad props. Yeah, and it's interesting because he's he obviously he got a great deal from Ring of Honor to stay. Obviously, they opened up the 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 Brinks truck or whatever to to keep him there, which is smart of of Ring of Honor. They're one of their biggest stars. But I I do I love that it's interesting that he is able to go and work with an NWA and and set up a working relationship and kind of mend a fence that had been busted there uh, from the previous management. So him being in the in a management uh, not a management position but a a, a booking position, uh, kind of mending that fence a little bit. And there's been even talk of him trying to set up a relationship with. Uh, AEW as well, so there is still possibility, and we've seen it with like you know AEW working with Jeff Cobb, who's a who's a free agent, who is still you know Cobb is still working with uh, with Ring of Honor. Cobb still wants to do stuff with New Japan, and the fact that AEW is you know uh, letting uh, Chris Jericho and John Moxley their, their contracts with AEW allow those guys to work with New Japan as well. Kenny Omega has the stip in his contract that even though he's an executive you know vice president like the other uh, elite guys he can go work new japan uh if uh, if if uh, new japan ever comes calling for him so there was no way he wasn't getting that right so i mean there's there's um, go ahead right now uh for ring of honor they got uh i believe osprey's on there i'm sure Cobb's going to be on there fucking you know so it's going to be a kind of a clusterfuck of all three promotions it sounds like yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Yeah, I think it's going to be just be New J- New Japan and Ring of Honor guys on the, the the super card show you're talking about for WrestleMania weekend. But yeah, I mean that was something that we weren't sure of if if uh, if New Japan was going to allow their guys to go do that Ring of Honor show, and and all of a sudden now that they've announced a bunch of those guys, it sounds like a, a much more interesting show. Fucking Jay White versus Marty Scroll on there. We're gonna have Jeff Cobb and Dan Maff against Kenta and Ishimori. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Joe, were you gonna throw something in there? No, I actually didn't say a thing. But uh, yeah, I'll talk. Why not? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this yeah. is great podcasting. <laughs> Come on, we're rusty, man. No, I will bring up, I mean, since we only have a few minutes left, uh, last night I went to a nerd hip-hop show. Oh, yes. And I, I saw a guy called Nerdy, N-U-R-D. He, he, he spelled that like 15 times, I will say that, on stage to make sure you get it right. But this guy raps about so much wrestling, and it makes me so happy. Like, we walked into a song called Tyler Breeze. That's awesome. Yeah, or Joe, wait me. Taco, say it again. I told you about this cat before. Wait to listen to me, Joe. I I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking awesome, though. Nerd shit, wrestling shit. He's a good guy. Super humble. Yeah. He actually uh, made him tacos a few times. Nice. That doesn't surprise me that he would show up there. 
I, I was happy. He had like he's like <laughs> he's like I'm gonna be selling merch in the back corner. I got like five shirts in a bag. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> yeah, super super chill. But yeah, I had to bring him up. And you are Dash D. Check him out. Yeah, definitely lots of wrestling. I've I've heard a couple of his songs on a uh, on a local radio station, and I didn't realize he he was like a big wrestling fan but then you shouted him out on uh, twitter today joe and he fucking replied with like the big like uh bullet club too sweet thing in the ring or whatever <laughs> i thought that was thought that was really cool like i said i mean he's one of the nicest people i mean every person i met at that show last night was nice but he was probably the nicest person like there the whole night he stayed for the whole show he was jamming out to everybody and like talking to people non-stop like definitely worth the watch to to like go out for a show i think he's got one coming up at the fine line on march 27th so yeah minneapolis people uh make sure to check uh check him out at the fine line so all right all right all right what else is going on what else are we talking about here trying to think i mean the problem is is that there was so much it's hard to just pinpoint one like specific thing uh i mean let's talk about edge for god's sakes i oh. mean like fucking edge is back i mean yeah part time. but who cares if it's part time like like the feels i got when he entered and i'm sure everybody got it everybody has their own feeling but like and seeing his face like just that moment of it like all walking over him like this is happening again like it it was very satisfying long story whether or not you like knew he was coming back either here's something i'm, I'm loving about that and it is uh what's going on between orton and uh, uh hardy right now yes that is a good story kind of put over edges story right now it's matt hardy and if you want to talk about long storytelling like those two history with each other, you know, personal history with each other and to see where they're at in today's day and world. And, you know, Matt Hardy on his way out of the E and you know, coming back, you know, a week or two to kind of further along this edge story. It's fucking beautiful, man. It's so awesome to see, see that. So, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people are kind of like, like saying, like, noticing that online or anything that Matt Hardy of all people is the one continuing the story. And to me, that's just, that's fucking awesome. And it's easy to, to, to be so negative on what the E's doing. And when they do something so simple like that, I was like, fucking right. That's, this is why I love wrestling. And yeah. And yet all you hear is about the WWE that they're shitting on Matt before he leaves and blah, blah, blah. Like you said, it's just so damn negative. And it's fucking pro wrestling. Like, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy the matches. I'm not looking at it as E shitting on Matt Hardy on his way out. I'm looking at it as Matt Hardy sticking around to help Edge out, to help Orton out. Look how fucking over Orton is as a heel right now. And just took two weeks. Right. And in and Matt Hardy, like, he cut that promo uh, last week or whatever and basically set it up so that he had to come back this week and they had to kill him again. But uh, again, just like you said, Taco, like he cuts the promo last week, they do the thing, and then he comes back again this week and they do the thing again. But just like you said, fucking Orton's over as this huge heel now and he's going to have the match with Edge at Mania and it's going to be, it's going to get over fucking huge. And that's not even counting free the delete, which I like has been really (laughs) fun to watch. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Where'd I put it? Absolutely. <laughs> um, we were talking about Santa Slay earlier. <laughs> yes. So a quick story. Uh, <laughs> my wife and I were going through a bunch of DVDs the other day looking for stuff to, to get rid of or whatever, and we come across the copy of Santa's Sleigh starring Goldberg, a Christmas horror movie with Goldberg as a, a Jewish man as Santa Claus, uh, apparently. I have not watched this movie, and I said, let's get, let's get rid of it, throw it away, I'm not going to watch this. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute, let's use it as a, a decoration in the podcast studio. But then... 
I, I spent all this time. I cleaned the podcast studio. I dusted. I erased the dry erase board that had not been erased in a year and a half. And neither of you show up. We're, we're, everybody's on the phone via satellite with this awful feedback. And so... And so <laughs> but nevertheless, I have a copy of Santa's sleigh waiting for you guys to, 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 to look at. Uh, well, and I just need to point out that the point of this story is that Santa was a demon... Who lost a bet to an angel, and he had to be nice for a thousand years. Well, the thousand years are up, and so he goes and kills people. <laughs> I love that Jewish man is dressed up like Santa, killing people. How fucking great is that? Like it's amazing. I'm pretty sure he, if I'm if, if I'm like correct, I'm pretty sure he kills a stripper with a stripper pole. <laughs> Well, since we're on the topic of Bill Goldberg, what about what do you guys feel about Fiend and Goldberg? I don't care if it's in Saudi Arabia or whatever, just the match itself. I'm interested to see what they, I, did they did this already happen? I honestly have not been paying attention. That's going to be at Saudi Arabia in like a week or two. Next, okay, next Thursday. So next Thursday, I think. I think if they they can do it right, but I don't think Goldberg should win, obviously. I mean, I want the Fiend to win, but I think Goldberg has to at least test the Fiend, you know, have that Goldberg strength, that little extra bit that some people don't have. So he might have a little bit, but I don't think – Fiend's got to walk out of that with that title. I got zero interest in the Fiend. I don't, I don't like the red light thing. The only one that's gotten a decent match out of the fiend has been Daniel Bryan, uh, and uh, I, 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 I don't know. It sounds like a, it sounds like a two-minute squash match, but uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Taco? I, I, I'm not gonna be honest. I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch the match, but I, I love the idea of. Honestly, I'm not a Goldberg fan. Never have been. I've tried. It's not my forte. I actually went back and watched a few matches. The most interesting interesting thing Goldberg has ever done to me for me is that Stone Cold podcast he did on the network. It was so fucking good. <laughs> it, it was worth the watch, and it was kind of cool to get his insight on some of these matches that he was going through. I didn't realize how green he was his whole WCW career. Oh, yeah. It was brutal. So it was kind of fun to, to see where his mindset and how, like, uh, um, um, who was it? A uh, uh, Regal who just sandbagged him the whole fucking match and just fucking made him win that match like fucking hilarious to watch. But um, I, I like the idea of the Fiend being so indestructible right now and him going up against someone like Goldberg because that goes into the Fiend character to me. It makes sense that they are doing a match like this from you know someone who had such a dominic re- dom uh, um, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, um, a, a good streak, you know, uh, in his career. Dominating streak. Dominating streak. Yep. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do like the idea of it. It just sucks that it's fucking Goldberg to me, but you know, it, yeah. it, 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 uh, it's it feels good. It, it, it feels like a, a Goldberg payday in Saudi Arabia, and they've been building up this fiend thing the whole year, and it's going to end up being Roman Reigns winning the Elimination Chamber and challenging the fiend at WrestleMania. Uh, and that's that's just what it feels like. So you really can't do that no more. Can't do what no more. You can't. There's no negativity on the Roman, the big dog. <laughs> I, I I don't know if there is or not, but it's just, that's what it feels like. That honestly, that's probably what's gonna happen. I'm more interested in the women's SmackDown or no women's Raw Elimination Chamber than I am in. Roman Reigns winning. Isn't that there's a, isn't there something kind of weird going on there? Because Becky is already like doing something or like challenging or like talking shit about Shayna Baszler, but they're going to have an elimination chamber to to determine who the exactly. contender for they're her doing, is. They're doing the WWE thing of like they brought Shayna in, and I think they brought her in too early, but they feel like they've got to get her settled in and blah, you know, tell the story they... after WrestleMania. But they should have waited. Honestly, why don't they just do Becky and Shayna and do an elimination chamber for Bailey? Because who's going to challenge Bailey? Naomi. Okay. She's, got the, she's feeling the glow, man. So why yeah, not have Naomi win a SmackDown? Two minutes remaining. You can't look at the Shayna Baszler thing like the WWE brought Shayna Baszler in. No, fucking Shayna Baszler brought herself in. You know that's why she attacked her like that. Like 
keep kayfabe alive a little bit, you know, and so I'm not against them being like, okay, you want to be here? Well, you're going to have to earn your title shot, even okay. though and look at the streak, you know, her, her title, right? Or her whole title reign, you know, she definitely earned it, but no, it's, it's the elimination chamber. It's you, you, obviously she's going to have to win the thing to face Becky and that's going to be awesome. But uh, um, yeah, putting Shayna Baszler in there and, you know, the uh, the storyline that's going on with, you know, former Riot Squad members. Cool. Let's let them bang it out, too. And uh, fucking I think everyone's mad because Carrie Sane's not in it. And Asuka, you know, they both of them earned their spot in there. But it's whatever. Like uh, the people that uh, the ladies that they got in there, they got, you know. All right. Well, we're down to one minute left, so we got to get to the Kojima tweet. Now it's time for the Satoshi Kojima Tweet of the Week. All right, it's been a while since uh, Kojima tweeted in English. There were a couple of okay ones. I had to really scroll down and go back, but I did find a pretty good one from February 6, 2020. And you can follow Kojima on Twitter at Cozy underscore Lariat. Hello. Several days have passed since returning to Japan. The jet lag was also cured. I also eat bread. I also work out. I want to fight soon. I'm hungry. Eat bread. Yes. So that's that, the Kojima. I mean, that's a pretty easy like schedule to follow. Indeed. Indeed it is. So... <laughs> well, that's the end of the show. Uh, you can. Uh, work. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna throw this out there. I'll put social media links in the description. I don't think anybody's gonna listen to this since we haven't done a podcast in six months. So uh, I'll just put some links in the description. Uh, if you want to email the podcast, I don't know why you would because even when we had a, 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 a few hundred listeners, nobody ever emailed the show. But just in case you do, you can email the show at myliverpodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to type more letters, you can go 60 minute time limit at gmail.com. So uh, there's some emails and uh, Twitter links are in the description. Do you want to get some, some, some stuff in there, Joe? I just want to say that Dave is definitely going to listen to this. Okay. <laughs> Taco, you want to get any, uh, any anything in here before we get out of here? Um, eat ass. <laughs> you really should. That's a great way to end the end of the show. Bye. Peace. Peace. Ooh. Ooh.